Welcome to the Gamers Over 50 podcast. This week, we're going to be never playing a game on your phone or tablet. Are you sure you haven't played a game on your phone or tablet? We're going to talk about phone or tablet games. So if you have played games on your phone or tablet, that's great. I'm hoping to introduce some new categories, new areas where you can learn some new game skills, learn some hand-eye coordination, uh, hopefully learn how to speak without doing that again, Uh, jokes as it is. And also maybe even pick up something that you can share with, you know, your kids, maybe a friend. Uh, There are a lot of social aspects to gaming anymore. Um, But I wanted to talk about, like, phones and tablets first. Um, If you have a flip phone, probably not going to be able to play a lot of the games. Um, If you have a smartphone, so something that runs maybe an Apple device, an iPhone, um, or an iPad, if you have a kind of a Google tablet or an Android tablet, and if you're not sure if you have a Google or Android tablet, if you have a tablet and it can connect to the Internet and you can download a game or play a game while connected to the Internet or not. And we can kind of we'll talk about that as we start, because I want to talk about some of the requirements, um, especially being able to get most of the games. That's one of the big things. Now, to get a tablet. Um, Tablets can range from, say, $100. Again, we have our Black Friday pricing coming up, and I'm trying to get all these, the never plays before done. So if you're looking for something on Black Friday, then you're set. And you, or, or if you're in Canada, you can get stuff on Boxing Day. Um, but, you know, you can get a tablet and an Android tablet at that, um, which if you're wondering, so if you see a Google tablet or it's a, not an Apple tablet, or it's not a Microsoft Windows tablet, then it's probably Android. Uh, You can always ask somebody, say, hey, is this Android? They'll say yes. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about, you know, I'll talk about Android versus iPhone versus Windows in just a second. But you want to get a tablet, and you can get a tablet that kind of fits your hands. Um, There are tablets that come with cases that have keyboards in them. There's tablets that have stands, so you can stand them up, stuff like that. Uh, back to the phones, same thing. If you have a phone, you can, you know, download either. I, if you have an iPhone, you know, Samsung Galaxy is one. Google has its own phone. But if you, you know, you want to ask, find out if it's an Android phone, that's pretty easy to figure out. Now, when you do that, you're going to be able to, uh, from the, I, the Apple or the, you know, the iPhone side, you can connect to iTunes and you're going to download. Actually, you connect to App Store. It used to be iTunes. But you click to the App Store and you can download and do searches. And I'm going to give some game names as we get near the end that I think if you've never played a game before or maybe you're kind of only uh, uh, playing certain games, how do you expand? Or maybe you will look at other games. Uh, you want to use Google Play if you're on the Android side. Now, really important, make sure you're going to the Google One. Don't read any of the ads that say, hey, free games if you download them here and it's not a Google Play site because some of those free games could have programming in them that has malware in them that could spy on you. And, you know, really Google and Apple both do a really good job of checking games and certifying and make sure they're not trying to steal your contact information or give your location out and things like that. So just stay with the the company store. I know it's the the chance to spend a little extra money or save a little extra money and not spend some money because we will talk about buying free games versus not free games. Uh, There are no free lunches in this world, right? So, you know, after you've gone to that level, you've got, you know, you've decided, oh, I'm an Apple person or I'm an Android person. 
Also Windows, you can download Windows. So if you have a Windows tablet or a Surface, you can also use them to download as well. And you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Same principle, concept, et cetera, uh, that you're able to go and download from like the Microsoft Store. Again, trust the Microsoft Store, trust the Apple Store, uh, the Google Store that when you buy something, and you, who knows, maybe you buy something on accident, a lot of those places will give you your money back. So we've talked about where you can buy it, and we talked about the, kind of the tablets that you can get stuff on. Um, we'll also talk a little bit about when you get games, there is going to be the possibility, probably in a lot of games, uh, to buy in-app purchases. Now, an in-app purchase is when you open the app, you have a chance to buy something. Uh, if it was a casino game, you'd be able to buy more tokens. Now, you're not going to get any money back from the casino game. So if all you're doing is wanting to play the casino game, uh, normally they have like a daily, you can play it, you know, and you get a daily amount of coins each day. Load three or four casino games on, play it that way. Don't put a lot of money in, in the casino games just because you're going to do that. Now, you you know, in other games, you can buy exclusive items. Um, in Pokemon Go, which is an app which is connected, you can buy clothing and things like you can buy coins. And then from those coins, you basically are able to buy clothing or other items in the game. There are certain games you buy exclusive pieces. So if you've ever heard your kids or somebody talking about Fortnite, you can buy what they call a skin. And a skin is like a costume for your person. Uh, some of them look funny, like an alpaca. Some may look cool or look like something like a sports team. Um, and then there are other games, and I'm just going down the road, like Star Trek Fleet Command is a game. And it's a very strategic, lots of moving parts game that you can buy resources and you can buy blueprints for exclusive items or ships in those games. So in-app purchases, you can spend a lot of money quick because they start you out at like, oh, 99 cents, $5, and then you move up to $20 or $100. Uh, I will tell you, I have spent 99 cents, I have spent $5, I have spent $20, and I have spent the 100 I did that more in research, but also because I really wanted something. Um, it's not a bad thing, but it's like gambling. If you don't have it, don't spend it, right? So really going into that thought process of, of you know, that looking at it, knowing tablet, where do I get the game and do I buy the game? So we've talked a little about in-app purchases, but do I buy the game? There are certain games that, yes, you may want to buy. A lot of the games are free. In fact, a lot of them are free with those in-app purchases. But there are certain games that you can purchase outright. So maybe I think there was a Mario. So like the original Mario that you would play on the Nintendo gaming system, you could download it and it could be on your phone or tablet. And so you would spend, I can't remember what it was. I think it was like $2.99 or $4.99. But if you really like playing Mario a lot and you do it, and maybe it's the only game you're going to play for a while, it, or maybe it's just a game you're comfortable with because maybe you only like one or two games. Uh, you can do that. Or maybe you wanted to get a bridge game where you can play against the AI, uh, the artificial intelligence in the game. And it's not the artificial intelligence that takes over the world. It's just that it's set up to play a certain way and depending on the cards it has, it plays. But maybe you want to buy that game and it's a built off the off the Goran rules of bridge, right? So, you, you know, you go off of that and maybe that's a good reason to buy a game. There are not bad reasons to buy games. I have an extremely fun game we use at our house. It connects to our Apple TV called Sketch Party, and it's like Pictionary on your TV. And, yeah, we have to use a tablet and you use your hand. 
it costs us money. It costs us $4.99 to purchase the game to play it. But it's a game that we can sit down, everybody can play. If I have my Apple TV and my tablet, I can play it anywhere. So again, buying games, in-app purchases, free games, kind of get an idea. Now, what's kind of fun about gaming is on tablets and phones, is that these devices become faster, have more technical power to them with memory and hard drives and things like that, the games have grown. And so the, you know, looking at both Apple and I looked at Google and I also looked at the Microsoft store, you have, you know, roughly around 20 categories of games out there, including action games. And an action game may be something like Mario where you're having to run. And there'll be a lot that cross over, but an action game is something maybe you're in a war simulation or something like that. You have an adventure game. Maybe an adventure game is like a Mario or an adventure game could be considered something where you're running, you know, like Temple Runner, uh, where you're running through something or, you know, Mario Kart could also be in there. There's also, they have driving and simulation games in there. Obviously board games, pretty easy. You can actually play Monopoly on your tablet or a ton of the big board games, Pandemic, Takedo, Sushi Go, Settlers of Catan. We talked about that before. Card games, Uno, Bridge, Solitaire, name it. They're out there. Casino games, pretty easy. You can play it in a casino. You can probably play it on a game. Casual games. Now, casual games are interesting because this may be a game that you just kind of, you know, you're playing like a Sims and you're building things to that effect. And Sims is where you maybe, you know, create a person. If you ever saw SimCity, you build a city. And those are simulation games. But you may, the Sims is where you may create someone and, you know, uh, Tamagotchi is another one where you have, a, you know, your electronic pet. So if you're afraid of having a pet, get a Tamagotchi electronic, get a turtle. You can take care of your pet on your machine. If anything happens, it'll warn you and things like that. Uh, additionally, dice games. Yahtzee. Yahtzee is a huge game and it's a fun game and you can play against other people. Play against your friends, Yahtzee, um, from dice games. There's a bunch of other ones that are Farkle, etc. Educational games, my favorite. I like to learn stuff. I like my kids to learn stuff too. Um, there were a lot of cool educational games that would have a puzzle and then have a puzzle of an animal and the kids would see the letters and it was a great way to open them. I, I'm not a big fan of just like handing your kid a tablet or phone so they'll be quiet while you go to the grocery store. Not going to judge. People do this. It's fine. You have to decide what you're going to do. But I also want my kids to look at it and want to be engaged in it, an educational way that it does that. Family games, games that everybody can play. I already talked about Sketch Party. Sketch Party is a great game to play uh, as a family game. There are a lot of other fun family games that are out there. And, and, and what's interesting is you'll see them in different names. So family game could also be a music game. Well, music games. You can actually play music games. I've actually seen one of the cool ones is it's a little guitar hero that you hold your tablet and you have to touch certain things as you're uh, as you're going. And sometimes you can play it in the mirror. If you're like me, if you know how the keys are, where your fingers are, you're perfect. And then you just you know, play right music. I've seen great games. Puzzle games, talked about that. I have to solve a puzzle. Racing games. Now, these are fun because you're going to, like I said before, you may see your Temple Runner, your Mario Kart, your Forza racing car games stuff like that role playing oh i want to dress up like a knight or i want to dress up like a creature a dragon from a game and i'm going to go play a game of role playing that is when you have a role playing game that basically 
I get a turn. Maybe the computer gets a turn and the tablet or phone gets a turn. Maybe another person, if I'm playing online, gets a turn. So it's role playing. Everybody gets to play each uh, as we roll a dice, maybe, or as we're going through each turn base. Simulation games. We kind of talked about this with a little SimCity and things like that. But a simulation game can also be maybe a farm bill where I have my own farm. And I'm simulating that farm out there. Or I'm simulating the building of a roller coaster city. Sports games, football, baseball, basketball, hockey, tennis, name a sport. There's a game. Uh, horse racing, there's a game. Tennis, or sorry, tennis. Swimming, there's potentially a game. Strategy. Now, strategy could be a board game. So something like a risk as a board game. Or you can have strategy where you're having to... Uh, I'll use Star Trek Fleet Command, where you're having to build a Starfleet, but you also have to get resources, and you have officers, and you're building your base, and you have other players, and you have the computer, and you have to do a ton of stuff around that. Additionally in that, trivia. Great trivia games are out there, Trivial Pursuit, but there's also a great trivia game called Quiz Up. It's one you can play with your friends where you're playing against each other, like if you're on Jeopardy. And then word games, word search. Word with friends, building all that word stuff out. So think about that as, as you're going through and building out your games, you know, you're really wanting to, you know, play all those types of games. Now, with that, I want to step a little bit into what makes a game a game. And they're going to call them easy, middle of the road, and a lot of work. And what I mean by that is easy is something I can pick up, I can play, I can set it down middle of the road, I might have to spend a little bit of time with it and put a little bit of energy into the game. And then finally, lots of work. Now, this is something that can take up your entire day. Try not to let it do that. But it's a, a really good game. Let's say if you're on an airplane, you need three or four hours to burn, you might have to be able to do that. Most of these games, most of the games are going to require interaction with other players, a wired or wireless connection, probably not wired, because you're on your tablet and phone. Some of them still do have wired. But you're gonna, I'm going to talk a little bit about each one. And then we'll talk down to you know what we're going to talk about. One more group. And I talked a little bit about it uh, early on. Because these are involved in the categories. But party games. Games you can play with other people in the same room. All right. So with that. Let's talk about a little bit about easy games. And these are less time and energy. Mostly these games are going to be free. You can buy the amped up versions with cool pictures or cards or tiles and things like that. But let's talk about them. And you may have played this. So I always think it's funny when people say to me, oh, I've never played a video game in my life. You play Word with Friends. And Words of Friends is kind of like a, an amped up Scrabble. Great game. Or have you played Quiz Up? That's that trivia game I was just talking about a minute ago. Mahjong. You can play Mahjong on it, which is a fun tile. Uh, you can also do Word Search. You know, and, and going into this, crossword puzzles, solitaire, easy games. You can just pick them up. They're extensions of what you're doing. And what's great about some of these games, especially like the word search or the solitaire or uh, if you're doing a crossword puzzle, is you can get larger tablets nowadays. And they have a larger tablet so that you're able to do crossword puzzles. My grandmother loved crossword puzzles. I love them. My wife loves them, too. And, you know, a Sunday morning, she'll I'll sit there and maybe be reading something and she'll do a crossword puzzle and ask me questions as we're going through. My grandmother did the same, but she also had a great big dictionary next to her. Um, but now you don't need to have the Sunday paper. I could actually do a crossword puzzle and I could do the New York Times crossword puzzle. 
every day and not have to get the New York Times. Now, I might have to pay a subscription to get that New York Times, but I can play it on a tablet that's a little bigger. Great ability to do that. Plus, on those type of tablets, you may be able to watch movies or TV as well. Really valuable. Um, and it's also helpful if you're starting to have some arthritis or some issues grabbing a hold of things. Really big fan. I've talked about this before. I want to make sure people have inclusion to play. Big deal that you can do that. So those are some of the easy games. And you may already play them. And then you're going, oh, my gosh, I play video games. I said I was never going to play video games. Well, guess what? Welcome to 2019. Everybody plays video games in some way, shape, or form. But those are some good ones. And if you haven't ever played any of them, just go look on the store or type it into you know, Google or a Bing and find it. Now, middle of the road, these are going to require you to log in and probably do something every day. You're going to also be able to do these on the go. You're going to be able to do these, you know, all these games you can play on the go. But this is some of them are going to require that maybe you log in and you go somewhere and you're at a special spot to do something. And these really break out and say Pokemon Go. And you may have heard about this and you may not have heard about this. Pokemon is a giant game franchise, toy franchise, T-shirts, they have festivals. It's a big deal. Pokemon Go is a game that you catch Pokemon. You can walk around. You may see people walking around in your neighborhood and somebody says, oh, they're playing Pokemon. Do not be afraid. You're not going to get addicted to games and things like that. It's fun to catch little Pokemon, little you know, animated critters out there, creatures that they've created. Um, but there's a lot of stuff. And I'm actually going to do a little game review on that one. Additionally, things like the Tycoon games. And there's Railroad Tycoon. Um, I like Roller Coaster Tycoon. Um, I like riding roller coasters, but it's also fun to create one and just kind of watch a loop, 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 uh, go through them. But you can, you know, you're going to spend a little time building that. There's, you may not be, need to do it every day, but you're going to, it's going to take a little time to do this. There's also what they call the Sims. The Sims is again another one of those franchisey games. You heard Sim City and things, but in the Sims you build, say, like maybe you have your own house and you have your character or avatar that looks just like you. And you know what? Today you're gonna give your Sim person a margarita machine, and you'll have a party, and you invite other Sims over, and say other people, you know, other people or artificial intelligence people come over and do it. Um, cooking games. Tasty Town is a cooking game, but you can cook things and you may like there's some that you're in a diner and you have to cook certain things or maybe you have to bake certain goods in a bakery, things like that. But you're going to spend a little bit of time on this. It's not like, oh, I'm playing Word of Friends and I put a word in, I set it down and I'll get back to it later. I don't have to get back to it right now. But if you put something in a Tasty Town and leave it on the burner, it's going to burn. And, you know, there will be very sad virtual people not getting their waffles or French toast. Um, or, and you probably have heard this, if not, Farmville. Farmville is a game you can play pretty much everywhere. But Farmville is also where you build your own farm and you have your pigs and your chickens and cows and you build certain crops and they grow and you go to other people's farms and you help them, you know, water their crops or feed their animals and you're back and forth. And, you know, there's a little bit more interaction in that where it's social. Um, each one of the games that you know, we're going to talk about, and I'm going to talk about at the end, does have a social uh, connection. So social media connection, Facebook, stuff like that. All right. Let's talk about the lots of work games. And these are games that you're going to play. And I've played some of these and some of them I've played for like 10 minutes. I'm like, nope, this is going to take a lot of my time. But there are other games where maybe you have time or maybe you want to have time or maybe you hear your kids, your grandkids playing it and you're going, hmm, 
you know, that's going to take a lot of time to play that or, you know what, hey, I know that they want to have something in this game because it's something maybe I have to ride the bus for an hour a day. There's a game and maybe I could help them get an exclusive and it'd be a cool gift to give them. I'm not telling you to buy virtual stuff for your, you know, you know maybe they do need a new hat and gloves. But this is something if they're looking at something that would be cool or you want to become the cool parent or grandparent, aunt or uncle, friends, the family, stuff like that. Um, the first one is called Clash of Clans. And what this is, is you build a castled area and you have little guys and you build armies and you go attack other people. And it's a you attack somebody else's base. Now, they build the same castle and defenses and stuff. And you try to build resources back and forth. And then you can join groups and what they call guilds or clans or teams to or alliances to go after other guilds and clans and teams and alliances. Lots of time can be spent on this. A lot of money is spent on this game, too. A lot of money. It makes a lot of those in-app purchases. Additionally, Minecraft. If you've never heard of Minecraft, Minecraft is a building game. I like to call it Legos on the computer. There is a Legos on the computer game now. But Minecraft was one of those first ones where you got to build your internal world. If you've never seen Minecraft, and I'm going to do kind of a these are the big games in the world podcast coming up. But Minecraft is a game where, and this is no joke, you can build things like the Starship Enterprise or the Capitol or the Taj Mahal. Uh, you can build. It's a really cool game. And you can actually build and take apart other people's things or you can allow people to come to your world and see the things you've built as well. Animal Crossing is another game. And it was created by Nintendo. And what's really cool about Animal Crossing, and I will share this in the... Uh, in the review, because I'm going to do a review on Animal Crossing, is it's a nice game. It's a friendly game. Nobody's attacking anybody. Nobody's stealing. You're doing favors. You're being helpful. Really kind of a cool game. And then finally, I talked about it a little bit, but there is Star Trek Fleet Command. I think I said it earlier. You have to have resources. You spend resources. You get resources. You have the if you've seen Star Trek, you have what they call the Federation, or like Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock are. Then you have the Romulans. If you've never had a good Romulan ale, I don't think you can have one in the game either, but it's a, it's a joke that most people uh, buy it. It's basically like blue alcohol. It's goofy. Um, anywho, sorry, that's horrible. Sorry, any of my Romulan fans out there. But also you have the Klingons and things like that. And you have these different factions, as well as you have people playing against you, trying to steal your stuff while you're building ships, while you're building your base. It is very detailed. There are a lot of details that go along with this game. Um, if you're a Star Trek fan, it's a fun game. You get to actually, at some point, hopefully, I will one day get to build the USS Enterprise. Ooh, I have start, I do have a Captain Kirk and a Mr. Spock, and I have all the, the entire Federation crews and all those other folks. But you can spend some energy in this, as well as in all of these games, you can spend some money in these games. The in-app purchases can range from like a dollar, probably not, close to five to 20, up to 100 to 200 dollars in there. So those are the three kind of categories of games. They're probably, you know, after you get the type of game, you're going to have categories of time and energy and money that you're going to be putting into them. Now, I want to give one more just kind of piece over here, and then I want to do the review. So party games. So if you've ever seen a party game, so this could be you play this all on a tablet, and you're all passing the tablet around. Or I kind of talked earlier on, like, the sketch party, which is kind of like a Pictionary that you have to have an Apple TV with. And there are other games that you can play within Google Play 
or you know on the app store at apple that you can play board games like scrabble or you can play uh you know, we talked about Sushi Go in one of our previous reviews. You can have Sushi Go on TV, or you can have Pandemic or Ticket to Ride. These are games that you can play in a room that people play. Or like Uno, I've actually watched people on their phones sit around a table at lunch and play Uno on their phones. They're party games. They're games where everybody can get together. So think of it if you have a party, you have people there. Games, a party. Ta-da! So really when you're buying, you know, look, or sorry, looking at a tablet or a phone game, um, all, most all of the games, I don't know how many super exclusives there are between Apple and Google and Microsoft. I don't think there are that really many. I know Mario crosses them all. You're covered there. Um, and other Nintendo stuff like that, because Nintendo does not have a, a phone or a tablet yet. Yet, I'm doing air quotes with that. But you can find all these games everywhere. Big thing, most of the games are free. Try it out. If you like it, keep playing it. If it's something you don't like, go ahead and delete it. No one's ever going to judge you. You're not going to, you shouldn't feel bad. I spent 30 minutes playing this game. It took me 20 minutes to figure out how to even start it. Not for me. We're, but the, the social aspect of it, huge deal. And the social media fabric of it is if you have friends on Facebook and you want to play Words of Friends with friends on Facebook, and maybe you have a friend that you got together with and you played Scrabble or you played cards with or just, you know, you like spending time or doing something fun with them or if you have a sibling that you like to beat in games or they like to beat you in games and maybe you're tied on that you can play a game like words with friends you can also play a lot of these other games with friends and connect with them on there so there is a social media side there's the fun of it i will tell you i have people i've been playing words of friends with probably for five or six years and we've played hundreds of games and it has been interesting because we will have little chats in between I don't know if I've seen these people in five or six years, but this is a way I kept connected to them. So that's a little bit about tattling. I want to go into my reviews. And, you know, I talked about Words of Friends early on. Words of Friends is fantastic. It is Scrabble. It is Scrabble on your phone or your tablet with other people, or you can play against the computer if you want. But you can play with friends. You don't have to have a time frame on it. So let's say, um, let's say you have a friend or you know, maybe one of your kids is deployed or one of your kids is at college and you just want to kind of have that moment where you feel connected to them a little bit and you're playing words or friends, giving them great game, things like that. It's very easy to play. It's also free. That's required to be connected. Again, just like Scrabble. There's also a Scrabble version. So if you want to play the Scrabble version, you can. And again, like I said, social media, you connect to everybody. So when you get in there, you can play a lot of games with a lot of people. It can take a while if you want to play with all your social media contacts. But if you have a couple of good friends that you want to do this, um, I always found early on and, uh, you know, when I made a new friend at work or something, I'm like, hey, do you play Words of Friends? And it gave me a connection and I got to talk to them and spend a little more time. And, you know, they're like, we would say, oh, that was a good game. So, you know, there's a very social side to it. So Words of Friends, great game. Go get it. If you don't play it, if you'd like to play it, awesome. Next, I'm going to go up, and I said I'm going to, I'm going to use one in each category, so I'm going to talk about Pokemon Go. I'm not going to talk about Pokemon. Pokemon Universe is huge. There are thousands of Pokemon, and you must catch them all. Catch them all is kind of their tag phrase. But in Pokemon Go, you walk around, and it has a feature called augmented reality. So when you first start the game, it asks you to turn your camera on, 
and you'll see an animated character, maybe in your front yard, in your living room. I actually caught my first Pokemon in a living room at somebody's house. Um, but you can walk around to different places. I have caught Pokemon at the Space Needle. I have caught Pokemon and um, down by the Boston Tea Party. I've bought caught Pokemon everywhere. You can catch a Pokemon just because it became a fun game for me to play with my kids. And then there was a whole group of my friends that started playing, which is how you connect. You can add your friends. The cool thing is when you add your friends, we can now send gifts to each other because you'll get a gift when you go to a certain thing called a Pokestop. So let's step back a second. We talked about catching Pokemon. There are what they call a Pokeball. If you've never seen Pokemon and you throw it at a Pokemon and you catch it and you usually toss it, you don't want to hit a Pokemon and be mean. You want them to be your friend. So you toss the Pokeball and there are three different types. They're As they get higher up, they catch bigger Pokemon. Attached with that is you have berries and you can give a berry to each one of these, uh, your Pokemon and some of them make them want to be caught more. Some of them make them want to stop jumping all over the place on the screen and others give you what they call the pokey candy which is how you make your pokemon get bigger or smarter or whatever they do when they you feed them candy so those are the things that you have as well as you have things that can update you can make you know when you catch certain pokemon um you're going to get certain items that give you more experience points or they give you what they call this magical dust stuff which is how you level your pokemon and things to that effect again like i said this is gonna take you a little bit of time it's a medium end of the road now think about this this is i'm just going into this little detail that i'm not even halfway through the description of the game uh and then finally there are eggs where you can hatch a pokemon so if you're not really good at pokemon but you do a lot of walking and running turn your pokemon on while you run have some eggs catch you know have the eggs hatch so we've talked a little bit about catching. So you throw the ball, it catches them. After you catch so many and you get so many of these Poke Candy, you can evolve them. So maybe a Pokemon will start out, and I'll use Pidgey because he's a little bird, and Pidgey will get bigger, and he can get bigger, and you can actually evolve, become bigger Pokemon. Um, it doesn't require you to see or know anything about Pokemon because when I started playing, I knew nothing. I had actually stayed away from Pokemon. So I learned all these things playing Pokemon. Now, I can't remember half the Pokemon name. I picked an easy one there because there are certain Pokemon that are everywhere. There are certain very rare and exclusive Pokemon. You don't have to pay to catch them. There are certain places you can also do. So what happens after I catch a Pokemon? Well, in the current is I can trade it. So if I have a friend, I can trade them a Pokemon. So maybe they have a Pokemon I have wanted and they have or they want one I have. You can trade it. I can also fight with my friends because Pokemon do that. They put them in the ring and they fight against each other. And whoever wins is the winner. There's not a lot that comes with it. It's from the cartoon. It's built like that. And then raiding where a lot of Pokemon get together and they attack one gigantic Pokemon, and then we all get a chance to catch a gigantic Pokemon. Um, I'm really not doing it justice, but if you ever decide, like somebody has said, hey, I want you to play Pokemon, and you're like, yeah, that sounds stupid. It's kind of fun. It's something you can do. Like I've seen packs of people walking around playing Pokemon, going from one Pokemon place to another. I've seen people who have driven their car to try to, you know, I had a friend hold their phone and say, oh, there's that Pokemon. And they pulled over to the side of the road to catch it. A little extreme for me. If that's what you like doing, great. So you have that. And then again, you get the walk of your Pokemon and show them off. So that's Pokemon Go. It's huge. It's made tons of money for the parent company Niantic. And, you know, it's a fun game and allows people to connect to 
the Pokemon cartoons, which are out, you know, 80s, 90s, and the whole Pokemon universe, which is huge. It's, it's like Star Wars from a universe if you've never heard it before. If you've never heard Star Wars before, then wow, we got to do a Star Wars podcast for you. All right, the last one I'm going to go in is a very, it's a, you can spend a lot of time. Now, Pokemon, you could spend all day walking around with it and playing it. But Animal Crossing is something that you can sit down with. And Animal Crossing is based off of a Nintendo game that was on the Nintendo platform. It's still there, and it's a lot of fun. And the reason it's a lot of fun is there's no killing. There's no stealing. There's no beating people up. There's no being mean to people. It is a, it is a game called a friendship simulator. So if you need a happy game and you want a fun game where you can be nice, you can do favors for people, you can find stuff, and you can sit back and chat with your friends in your world, Animal Crossing is your game. And there's nothing wrong with that. People are always like, oh, Animal Crossing, it's such a soft uh, game. I think Animal Crossing is a fantastic game. It's a really good game introducing kids into because they don't get introduced into the craziness that a lot of the gaming has become ultra competitive you get the, the competitive is being fun and nice which we should all be to each other it's it's every day you should be nice to people but nintendo created this and it's amazing you start off a camp and you start doing things and building the camp and inviting people over and you go find things for people so that you can trade and get other items it is a game where you build your miniature world internally it's a simulator and there are fun activities in the camp. So you can go to another person's camp and water their flowers or take a look at their cool furniture. You can get exclusives. There's a lot of fun people in it. And everybody in the game is based off a little animal and they're super adorable. Um, it is a lot of fun. I've introduced my kids to it. They've all really liked it. Some of them have outgrown it. Some of them have thought it's great. It is, like I said, on the Nintendo console system. But then it's also going to come out on the phone or tablet, et cetera. So that is the podcast. That is a lot of tablet and a lot of phone games. And I kind of look forward to the next Have You Never Played This Game? And we'll go from there. So awesome. And I look forward to any questions you guys have.